Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Carlos Mencia. Welcome to the Laughing and Living podcast. Done a little differently now. Finally found a way that excites me. So uh, I'm actually in my hotel room right now in Syosset, New York. And, uh, oh man, I wish I could have uh, driven about, I don't know, an hour and a half or two hours from here. But my schedule didn't allow it to go see uh, Cisco perform. Um, my opening act, Cisco, actually got the opportunity to headline at uh, the uh, Punchline in Hartford, Connecticut. And so I have no idea how he did. It's really weird for me because I've uh, done this for a really, really long time, which is find some young opening acts and bring them on the road and try to mentor them and help them out. Ever since the beginning of my career, when I was able to uh, bring people on the road with me, I uh, wanted to find young talent that I thought I could help out in some way, shape, or form. And uh, the list is really cool and long. The interesting thing, though, uh, I've never really gotten to see this where it kind of intermingles. Most of the time, they open for me, uh, they grow, and then it gets to the point where, you know, they got to leave the nest. Either they start getting shitty or attitude or, you know, whatever it is. It's kind of like that kid that needs to leave the house t type of a thing, you know, and trying to uh, challenge authority. So what happened was they asked him if uh, in between tomorrow night when we're going to be performing in uh, New York and the next night, Saturday night, I'm going to be performing in uh, Atlantic City. They asked him if he wanted to perform uh, on a Thursday at the uh, Punchline, and it worked out. So I actually have never really had the opportunity to kind of uh, hear what happened, how it went down, what they felt, what, what he heard, all that kind of stuff. And so... I am uh, going to be looking forward to that, looking forward to it. So in the next segment of the podcast, it'll be me talking to Cisco about how it went down. And then uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm really, really excited. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I couldn't be there because I probably would have taken it away from him in some way, shape or form. I probably would have been critical of him. I probably would have said you should have done this, should have done that. You did this joke, send of that joke. You forget these things. I mean... When it comes to comedy, it, it can get, especially for me, very, very mathematical and scientific. Of course, for me, it's a blend of science and math and art that when done well, it is the most amazing thing you can ever see or feel or witness. Uh, when done poorly, of course, we all know, it's horrifying. Um, so there you go. Anyway, I am excited. I have no idea what's going to happen. Like I said, I bring these guys on the road. And what ends up happening normally is about uh, about a year and a half, year, year and a half into it. You know, they begin to challenge. They begin to say, no, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And uh, the cool thing is, is that they also begin to shed. Because what happens is somebody comes on the road. They see something that works. Uh, they incorporate it. You know, it's part of it's part of being a mentor. You know, usually that's what happens. The people that you mentor end up absorbing some of the stuff that you do that works. And then uh, I tell them, hey, you got to stop that. Or I see them eventually shed that. And they take whatever it is that they kind of learn and morph it into something different or make it something different. You know, when I was a young comic, uh, when I first started doing comedy, I had nobody to look up to in the sense that I never had cable and I never watched TV. I was a straight-A student. Well, I got whatever I, I got good grades and I was all about school and academics and I never got the chance to, to see comedy that way 
so ironically for me, my mentors were the guys that I saw at the comedy store because that's pretty much where I started doing stand-up. And so for me, it's a lot of guys that maybe a lot of people wouldn't know, but there were moments, you know, where Charles Colzard committed to something. Uh, Fred Greenlee did this great impression that a lot of people didn't understand, but it, it, it was really, really funny, and he just committed to it, but he, but he did something really creative with it. Uh, there were so many, so many comics that I kind of went into it not knowing anything, and so I kind of absorbed a lot of their things. So instead of me going in and saying, hey, man, I want to be like Richard Pryor, so I'm acting like Richard Pryor, I acted like a bunch of people. I acted like John Campanera. I acted like Paul Mooney. I acted like a lot of those young guys. And when I was young, they were, they were, they were really young when I was young, and uh, so it was really awesome for me in that respect. But it kind of sucked for them because, they, you know, they would probably see me in them. And I don't know how long it took me to shed that, but eventually, all of that stuff pretty much became part of me. So instead of saying stupid people or making a noise you know kikiri or whatever those things are that I sometimes I'm not even aware that I do them so this is his turn it's Cisco's turn now to move on and to shed whatever he's learned from me and make it his own and it's like a little kid man I'm kind of nervous to see what he has to say but really really excited at the same time so there you go um, I'm gonna wait for him he's gonna be here in a couple hours and then we will continue the podcast so we will see what happens in his first headlining gig at a real club. Uh, I can't wait. I'll talk to you guys in about three seconds. What? As I promised, I told you that he'd be back. He finally made it back. I'm it's here. One fifteen in the morning. It's late. I have no idea. No, I, we didn't <laughs> talk about it at all. No, we didn't so, talk about it. So tell me about your experience. I, I first of all. Um, what I told these guys was I, I was, I wasn't nervous for you. I'm uh -huh. glad that I didn't go because if I did, I probably would have taken you out of the moment. I would have critiqued you. I would have told you all the stuff. You would have made me more better. nervous. Yeah, but I could understand that. Yeah. So, but also I don't remember any of my other opening acts being in the place where you're at, where while we were touring, they got to do like headlining stuff. No, no, not oh, like wow. this. Not, not, not. Not a direct correlation. Maybe they did some little small room somewhere, like yeah, like the shit that you do in Miami. I, I don't, yeah, yeah, like those little. I don't count uh, that. Yeah, yeah. This was that. an actual gig that you yeah. got. You opened for me. They brought you back, and then yeah. they expected you to headline. Yeah, so. yeah. It was a uh, it was a great experience actually. I just because uh, like it's different than the one that I did in Cincinnati because it was one of those where we we did Thursday through Saturday and you didn't do Sunday, so I did the Sunday. But this right. was like totally different because it was like I chose my feature, uh, I chose my MC, and yeah, it was like it was totally different from the date that we did. So it was uh, it was it was such a crazy experience because I remember being nervous and scared a little bit, like oh man, like I gotta I gotta entertain for forty five minutes of my you know. That's like, all you did. I, I ended up doing fifty five. Okay. Uh, but I was, but in my head it was like forty five minutes. I have to reach forty five minutes. Do I have forty five minutes? What am I gonna say? How, am I, you know, like, uh, are my jokes even ready? Like, just stuff like that. Like, I was just scared for some reason. And then, uh, yeah, the first guy went up and, well, first of all, like seven ten. There was probably about like fifty people, 
So I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, you know, like I wasn't worried about like the size of it. But I was like, oh, these guys brought me back and there's only 50 people. And he was like, no, they come late. So like literally 730, it was a line outside of the door to get inside. Like it was it was uh, we didn't start to like 740. So I think we hit like about 250, 250 people showed up. It was pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, so the guy went, you know, the MC went up, uh, Casey, Indian dude, very funny, very intellectual, uh, calm, you know, like he wasn't like high energy or anything like that, very funny. And then uh, Kevin went up, did 30 minutes, was solid for 30 minutes, uh, and then Your I Your feet fucking stink, by the way, bro. I know, dude. Jesus I gotta Christ, dude. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me, bro? It was a I'm trying really hard not Listen, to say shit, but Jesus it was a long, fucking Christ. I had a long flight, and then like, bro, I couldn't stop. change God my shower. damn, dude. What fuck. do you want me to do? Go change your fucking socks and shoes. I did change my socks and shoes when I get there, but it's been I've been in this all day. I don't know, dude. That's a little fucking... That's a, a little ripe, bro. That's not, a, Your dogs are not barking. <laughs> that's, work, that's, that's like you get in the toes and some skin will come off. Some skin, dude? Yes. No. Nah. Dude, no, nah, they're pretty fucking ripe, dude. Yeah, it's ripe because I've been in these. Shoes How about you go day. wash your fucking feet and come back, dude? Do you mind? <laughs> right now, dude? No, jeez, you're gonna subject it's, me to this shit. Okay, go ahead. It's late. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's fucking bad, dude. Like I know dude, it's bad. I I, I I don't I rarely you I know, know me, dude. I know. I, know. I could I could eat anything, smell anything. I don't give a shit. But fuck, dude. They're they're, they're pretty it, bad. It, you know what I feel like it was. Here's what it was. I thought I would get used to it, but it's just like it comes in waves, dude. <laughs> I feel like wave after wave, wave after wave. I've been slowly stinking. <laughs> just I've been it's fucking hitting me in the face, dude. I know. I've been like on a I feel like I'm tasting your fucking feet. It's well, go bad. ahead. Okay. It's pretty so, bad. Uh, so they, they, they packed up the, cr- the room for you, which was yeah, really so they cool. they packed up the room. It was cool. Uh Couple, like a few people recognized me at the beginning of the show. They were like, oh, my God. You, uh, I saw you with Carlos. Uh, I had to turn it around. I saw you with Carlos, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, check, 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 check. Yeah, it's like a difference, right? Uh, yeah, bro. Big There's difference. a front and a back. Yeah, I thought it got both sides for some reason. Uh, So, yeah, a couple of people recognized me from, you know, doing the show with you, like, a, what, like a month ago or two? Right. So, cool people, and then uh, did the show, went up. And just, you know, I just did solid material for about uh, 25 to 30. I did uh, during the check drops. I did a little bit of uh, a little bit of crowd work for like five minutes and then went back to the solid material again for the rest of the show. You did not do crowd work. I told you for not to do five, crowd work. I had to for five no, minutes. No, you did not. Like you in my head, to do in my work. head, I had to. No, you did not. Bro. I know. I, told you not I to know you told me work. not to. For you people that don't know, when a comic uh, is young or doesn't have enough material to stretch out a set, they do crowd work. Crowd work yeah. is talking to the audience. How's it going? You look yeah. like this. You look like that. What's up with you? But it's not crowd work that's integrated into a bit. Yeah. It's literally like, hey, so what do you do for a living type shit? No, and there I are some comics that do that. It that wasn't that's their like, act, and that's what they do. It, it wasn't like go. that, though, but it was more like like I would, I would talk to – like there was a Jamaican group in the front, and I would talk to them, and then I blended it into I can't date black women. You know, so it was like – 
you know, like it was kind of crowd work, but it then was I crowd like, work, bro. Yeah, Stop. I, I get it. Stop. I get what you're saying, but you're, I you're had crowd to. Working it. No, you did not. I didn't have to, but I Think just about felt it this like way. you you could have done 50 minutes instead of 55 and never done crowd work. Yeah, you're right. And had a, a much better impression because I'm, if I'm an owner of a club, dude, and, yeah. and, and I'm watching a headliner for the first time. Yeah. The minute he goes to the audience, the second he goes to the audience, uh-huh. I'm looking at you going, uh, he's not real headliner yet. Yeah. I get Immediately. it. Immediately. I get it. You, I told you not to fucking do that. I know, but and I didn't in, tell you I a lot know. of shit. I know. I just told you not to do the crowd work. I didn't even tell. Yeah, I didn't tell you what to do. I didn't tell you yeah. how to do your shit. I, all I did was d- do not do fucking crowd work. Yeah, that's the one thing I fucking told you not to do. <laughs> I am but so I, fucking disappointed in you that you did that shit. It was only five minutes. It, it doesn't was, matter. It was dude. only five minutes. It doesn't matter. It's I some get shit it. You though. should never do, and you know it. you shouldn't do that shit. I know. As a matter of fact, I don't even like doing crowd work. You're the worst fucking critic. When it comes to shit like that, why do you if listen you were that? watching you, you would have immediately went fucking crowd. Why are you doing crowd work? Like I, if it was if it was me telling you that dude's a real headliner, and as soon as he started doing crowd, you'd be like, no, he's not. You would say that shit. I I get it. You would I probably don't know say you're famous. I don't garbage, garbage. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't say garbage if he's funny, but it's just I don't know why. I don't know why I do crowd work. Like it was just it was one of those in the moments. I don't, even, I, I don't even know how the fuck you, why do you get disturbed by people dropping checks? You've never Look, seen me change no, my act because they dropped But you're so checks. high energy and it's like you have them focused and going and it's like, like to me, I can never tell when the when the checks drop with you. Like right. I can never tell. But like this is like I've, you know, my one of my first clubs doing it and then. Watching them drop the checks and then Wait, that's you paying attention to that shit. Yeah, and you being in the moment and they're like looking at the receipt and I'm like, oh. yeah. See, that's you paying attention to yeah. that shit. That's yeah. it's it's kind of like when you tell people, don't take pictures or you're gonna not be in the moment. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Instead of doing your shit and being there in the moment, yeah, you're looking at them. You're like, oh, look, they're dropping a check. Oh, this looking like the only time I ever like pay attention to check check dropping is when I see like a table of a, a lot of people. And a check is, check is dropped, and then the chicks start fighting over what the fuck they drank. Yeah. That shit is funny to me. Yeah. So then I point it out because I'm just like, pay your shit. Are you fucking serious? He said, I did not have that. Yeah. You know? And that that to me is hysterical when there's one girl going, who had the daiquiri? Because I did not <laughs> have that. And I was like, really? Yeah. And when a dude does it, oh, my God. That that yeah. catches my attention. But other than that. I get it. I get it. I agree with you. I should have never gone to the crowd work. But other than the crowd work. You gotta do. You gotta act. You gotta act like you've been there before. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And you didn't. Yeah, I. I wouldn't like. To, I'm not totally disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, I don't feel like that little if you slot. Feel that, if you feel this way, you're gonna fucking do it again, bro. I'm not gonna do you it. You gotta again. do this shit on Sunday again. Yeah. And you're gonna do this again if you if you if you don't tell yourself right now I can't ever fucking do that again. Yeah. In this situation, you're gonna do it again. Right, so I would yourself, never, you're I would giving never do it again. Out to do it again, you know I would that. Never do it again. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. I mean, inevitably, later on, and when yeah. you're working on shit, and you you're doing an hour, an hour and ten, and you want to try some shit in the middle, and yeah, that's different. But that's already when you're established. You got people coming to see you. Yeah. It's, it's a different animal. Yeah. Right now, dude, you just are. You right now are are not gonna draw, and mm-hmm. the only thing you have going for you is this guy's funny. Yeah. So. If we can get 200 people, call them, tell them, hey, come and see one, one ticket, one free, get free ticket, whatever it is, yeah. Groupons, it doesn't matter. If they can get 250 people to come and see you, 
and you're funny, yeah, then they that's what matters to them right now. Yeah. Because you're not a draw. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's that's what it is. No, I, I agree. And you agree. you gotta come with it next time, bro. I I'm not gonna do it on Sunday. I it won't be in my repertoire. I almost I almost want I almost want to watch that one just to see the <laughs> shit that you do because I want to see you I I want to see you do did you do that shit where you did your comedy a little bit slower so that it lasts? No, longer? actually, no, actually, I did like. Cause I know you tell me like, oh, I like to like wait till the laughs die down and then bring them back up again. Like I was, it was literally constant, just going. Like, so it was, what twenty like, minutes of extra shit did you do that I've never seen? Well, no, it's not like twenty minutes of extra shit. Like it was just shit that I like really old shit, the shit that I, the shit that I regularly do, and then the new shit. So like the new shit really you did helped. The McDonald's stuff. Oh yeah, I, had, I brought that out. Yeah. I br- I did the McDonald's. I did the you know whole ex girlfriend thing, and then my girlfriend now, and you know racist parents. So I went a little bit into that, and then Disney Disney World and stuff. I went a little bit into detail with that. So it was it was like I didn't let them die down. Like it was just like at certain points I did let them die down because I felt because I was going into like a whole new you know bit, but. Whenever I was in a bit itself, like Did I kept going. Did you get scared going. out of your fucking mind when they when you feel like they're kind of drifting on you? Uh no, not really. Cause I always like I always felt like I was gonna get them back. Regard like cause there was a there was that one point where it was like, all right, they're not laughing as hard as when the first twenty minutes. Right. So like the first twenty minutes was just like back to back to back. The first twenty minutes is the it's and see yeah. This is why I've been telling you to write new shit. Yeah. Well, because the first twenty minutes was was like mixture of new shit. And old shit, so it was like, I was yeah. But it's the shit that last week I told you. Yeah. Don't do any new shit. Yeah. And you commit to this, you'll make it funny because yeah. you're funny. Yeah. So you you did that, and then you mixed that with. Well, I, shit, yeah. You know. So I started off with you know the regular but stuff it's, that it's I did. It's the twenty to thirty minutes that you used to do it in front of me. No, no, no. Like I did new the shit. Time wise, I'm saying. Time wise, yeah. 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 So like the first twenty minutes was just rocking solid, and everybody was going so for it. So if it's great material, what yeah. what, have, what did you do after the twenty um, thirty minutes? That I think I think uh, at the twenty five minute mark is when they dropped the check. So that's when I kind of like it, kind of like got a little fuzzy from. So like I was like, oh man, like I gotta like for some reason I was like I gotta get them engaged and you know not worry about their checks. They're so that's when I did. The checks, bro. You're fucking worried about. I the know checks. it's stupid. Like it, because I always hear, co- like I always hear about comics that are like, I don't want to do the check drop spot or headliners that d- that stop at the check drop, bring up the feature to do the check drop, and then bring the headliner back up. Like there's comics, there's headliners that do that, actual improv that tours across the country, and they do that. So I, so that got to me, and I was like, oh fuck, who like, the fuck does that? I. Uh, Who stops their performance? I believe it's either one of the two. One of the two. I forgot. Just recently they told me that he does that. That the oh, feature. So you've never seen it? No, I've never seen it. But they every time I'm at, like in the Fort Lauderdale Improv, they'll tell me, hey, like he was here and, you know, they he has a timeline. And then when the check drops, the feature comes on and he does like 10, 15 minutes and then brings him back on to close out the show. Yeah. You know, and then New York comedy clubs too, like New here in New York, like. The MC does a check drop before they bring up the headliner. So it's like the check drop is like huge to everybody. So when they dropped the checks, I was like, it's huge if you make it huge, bro. Yeah, it was. And you, it's so stupid. You make it huge you, and you make a big deal about yeah. it. Yeah. And it was so stupid because 
I did the crowd work. Yeah, they and they were laughing, and I was like, they're not even paying attention to the fucking checks. No, they're not. And you could have, you could have. And by the way, if those people were Jamaican, you you could have turned that into Dominican shit without it being crowd work really quick. Well, it wasn't a long like crowd work. It was more like you it know, was five minutes, bro. Yeah, like it was like they were, you know, it was like this Jamaican chick, and then of course me fucking with her about you ever fucked a fat guy before, you know, shit like that. Oh, Jesus. Like yeah, the regular stupid shit that I have. And then I was like, oh, and then I went into the whole, you know, like my family's racist, my mom's racist, and I grew up like this, and my dad this. Did so you say you're racist too? No, because I have accepted that I'm black now. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm okay with it. You are. I'm totally fine. I just I've I've accepted that I'm a black Latino. You gotta still put Latino in there. Right? I have to at some point. Why? Because I'm Latino. Like you gotta be proud about being Latino. Okay. Yeah, you're black. Well, that's the first one. You're black, but then you're Latino. Okay. That's your heritage. Your black is your your race, and then Latino is your heritage. Okay. That's how I feel. That's fine. So yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so I did that, and then uh, and then when I realized how stupid it was that I was doing crowd work, even though it was still like great. Jesus fucking Christ, bro! What? Will you stop? What? Will you stop? Even though, and then no, even stopped. though, even though it was still good, but it, it was, doesn't matter what I, it was. I, I, I like, I got into myself, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I stopped, and I was like, "All right, go back into your shit." And I went back into my shit, and the crowd was still with me. Crowd work is like dick jokes. Yeah, like I could go up on stage. Everybody has them. And do forty-five to fifty minutes of killer dick jokes. Yeah, we, I won't sell. Any copies of the show that night? You sure? I, th- I feel like late nope. shows you would. Nope. The people don't. People laugh at dick jokes. They don't respect them. Yeah. They, I and, get it. And they don't. And they don't want to listen to them later. Yeah. They, 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 it's just. It's just candy. But yeah. if you put real content into it, th- then they want copies of the show. Yeah. I mean, I y- y- look. I've been recording shows forever, so I know what kind of shows do well, what kind of shows people respect, what kind of shows people want to talk about later, want to see later, want to listen to later. Yeah. Yeah. Dick jokes and crowd work are one of those things where people just... They're like, nah. In the moment, it's awesome. Yeah. But after that, it just becomes... It's like, whatever. I get yeah, it. For some reason, it's it's audience. Yeah. And uh, comedy club owners, they fucking hate when you do crowd work, unless that's your thing. Yeah. But then again, in, in, in L.A. that I know of, there's like one comedian that does crowd work and that's it but they'll never have two or three of them yeah so there's one in the stable that does crowd work but, yeah. but they won't have a bunch well i just know one that tours across the country and all he does is crowd work well there's a few of them but i'm yeah. saying once you at, at a comedy club you won't have two on the even same his night. even his special was crowd work like the the guy that that like add me he right he literally like his special on comedy central is 30 minutes right all crowd work cool which is crazy. I mean, some people do that, and that's their thing. And but that's completely different than yeah. I got my shit. I got my shit. They're dropping checks. Hey, everybody, where are you from? <laughs> You're from like yeah. It was like give me attention. Like you had to ask them like where I they're from because I or that like, you wouldn't know they're Jamaican. I felt like Ugh, I felt you actually went. So where are you from? Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> oh my god. I know it hurts so bad. You fucking literally asked, where are you from? Oh, God. Yeah, I was like, hey, where are you? Like, I, and I know some of you people are listening going, you're being hard on them. You have no idea. Yeah. I, I'm really not. No, I, I agree really with you. Fucking I not. really agree with you. Though. When you, like, 
as especially where he's at at that yeah. tender place where he's trying to prove that he can do a headliner <laughs> set. The last fucking thing you want. Whatever. All right. Go no, ahead. I get it. I get it. I agree. And it's and think about thinking back about it, it was like stupid. Like it should I And I heard you do I a didn't lap have dance to at do the it. end. Is that true? No, no, I didn't do oh, a lap okay. dance. No, no, no. Because nah. what's his name said you did no because you sent the video and he was laughing about it and he was like oh and dude that shit kinda, yeah. that kind of looked like you rose no it does hysterical. not dude yeah, it, it does looks not. like you a little I can't bit. even move like that he, are you crazy well, wait, I didn't say he moves like you I said <laughs> he looks like you he that resembles does, you bro the it face does not that look like me when he shows the face yeah, there's a resemblance right there it does not look like yeah me. It, bro don't fight right, it. it's not right. you I'm just saying uh so yeah we just you know I just ended the show and uh what'd you end with. I could believe it or not, <laughs> I ended it on probably the worst joke I could probably end it on. Cause I, cause back in the remember when I ended, remember that joke about my dad and he has a big dick, and no, yeah, it was is the worst, but it flowed so well with the joke that I was no, doing. You did at the not end. end. You did it not just, end the joke. You did it not <laughs> end it with saying. I saw my dad's dick the other yeah, right? No, no, yeah, like it. And, it and just, then the punch. It the, worked so good during that. Like it just, it just flowed, and it was like, oh man, like you know, we'd be good here. This joke, and I did it. What and the it fuck fucking, were you doing that? Seeing your dad's dick was good at the end. Well, because I was talking about my dad. I was talking about my mom, and then I was talking about my racist mom, and then I was talking about. Uh, you know, like growing up in the household and like my mom being strict with me and not letting me do shit in people's houses. And, you know, like my dad was cool for a while, but I really don't like him. And then I went into the whole, you know, like the only thing I look up to him is that fact that he has a big dick. And like, I don't know, like that was just and it and it fucking killed and rocked for some reason. But I was just like, all right, well, that's it. Like, that's all I got, guys. Good night. Like, that's it. So but it was perfect. Like, it was just perfect. Like they fucking. They cool. ate that shit up for some reason. Like yeah, I would, like, I like really them. don't like to close on that shit though. Like I on a dick joke about <laughs> my dad. It's horrible for it's me. It's not just a dick joke. It's 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 a. I think it's a funny, unique kind of joke. But I, it's just I don't like to close on that. Cause I remember, cause the only every time I do that joke, I re, you remember when I did that show, and the whole set was decent. Somebody's not. You should get better walls. <laughs> Maybe these people. We just got told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> these walls are thin. I told you guys we were in a hotel room. That's fucking hysterical. Yeah, it was like a big white dude with the security. With, with the, the bald guy? Yeah, he's like, hey, man. Yeah. Hey, you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> you might it. as well, dude. He said, we got a noisy place. We got a, we got a noisy place. And I was like, I heard you. I was like, I <laughs> don't make me come back here, motherfuckers. <laughs> but like I was saying, I was, uh, I was doing that, that, I was doing that joke, right? And I closed on that joke, and it got no fucking laughs. And I remember walking off, and people were like, "Why the fuck did you close on that joke?" Right. And I stopped doing that joke. Not that it's a bad joke or anything. It was just one of those jokes where it's it was just like a cheesy joke, bro. It is, and it w- and that's why it's a basic. It's yeah. a basic lead them in one direction. Yeah, it's a l- curveball. 
Like it, yeah, it's, it was such, and but it just fits so well in that joke that I was doing. It was like, oh man, this is perfect. Well, good man, live and learn. Yeah, live and learn. I, th- I think uh, we're gonna get other than that. I I don't. I just I can't, I can't fucking believe that you did crowd work. But yeah, me neither. But then again, you did more than forty-five, so that's a really good sign. Yeah. How did the, how did the audience respond? What did you think? Great, man. I had a one big to ten. I had a big line. Well, scale of one to ten from the surveys, uh, five stars. So one to five, it was five being the best, one being the worst. So it was I got five stars. From everybody. Twenty surveys. So you know, Funny Bone only puts out twenty surveys. So they put out twenty surveys. All of them came back five stars from me. Oh I don't know sweet. what I don't know what Kevin and MC got, but. I got great surveys. Big line of people trying to take pictures at the end of the show. Oh, so nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was Sweet, fun. Sweet, man. Yeah, good times. Felt good to be a real headliner? We'll see Sunday. Ask me Sunday. Why? Well, because it's uh, the first one. So why would you like let know it, now? It feels great. Right. But it could be one of those facades where it's like, yeah, today was great. But Sunday, we'll see. You're such a fucking negative I person, am. bro. I am. <laughs> so bad, dude. You. I am negative sometimes. Like it's horrible. Yeah, we'll stop. But you had a good time. Just have a good time then. That was a great time. Well, good, man. Good. All right. There's a couple of. Uh, I I put it on Instagram that I was gonna be doing this. So there are actually some people that wanted me to talk about some shit. So let's see here where it is. Funny world stories. Well, those have been everywhere. Um, all of the best and worst comics you've had conversations with. Um, it's a long list. Well, I, yeah, I don't look at life like that. I don't look at life like best and worst comics. Yeah. Because everything in life that you learn from is a great thing, even if mm-hmm. you learn something bad. So I've, I've learned so many things of what not to do as much as what to do by so many comics. Yeah. To me, it's it's both of them are good. Yeah, I get it. Because if, if I learn to not do this, and that's a bad thing, then that's amazing. Who yeah. cares who taught it to me? Like, you know, thank you for whoever that is. And whether they're bombing or killing, it doesn't matter. It's something that you learn. Uh, your show for this Saturday, who's committee opening up and what to expect? Well, you, uh, uh, you just listened to Cisco. Not, not crowd work. Who's going to not be doing <laughs> any crowd work, he said. But this is different because this is, you know, it's we're, we're about 2,800 seats. Yeah. You know, it's sold out. It's crazy. Yeah. And so on that one, you know, you really have to bring it hard N- and, and, and fast. And, and consistent. Like, you can't, there's no way of letting the crowd die down at all in that place. Right. So it's, uh, by the way, if we're sounding like we're whispering, it's because earlier they came in and told us to, to, to bring it down. Uh, and I don't want to stop talking. So we'll just no. lower our voices. Um so yeah, so it's gonna be uh, Cisco is gonna be the feature, and doing about twenty ish, and then uh, Kevin Dombrowski, Dombrowski. Uh, from New York is gonna be opening up. What do you expect from Kevin? I don't know. Kevin's young man; he's learning a lot. So I'm I'm really worried about Kevin in Why? Atlantic City because it's a theater, and so Kevin. I don't maybe, maybe it's just me, but I just see him as a comedy club comic right now. I haven't really seen him in the setting of a theater. For you though, when I met you, yeah, dude, you're right. You used to put your left hand over your stomach, yeah, <laughs> and then rest your right hand with the microphone over your left hand and use your stomach as a fucking table <laughs> and stand there, not I re- move I one remember. fucking minute. 
I remember. And then you would sometimes grab the microphone stand. So yeah, you're yeah. right. You learn, man. You live and learn. You, you learn how to do it. You learn how to get better. Um. Okay. Uh, funniest love story. Those will happen. Those yeah. Happen. What gangsters talk about when they're high as fuck. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? Uh, <laughs> me and uh, this kid right here, when we get high, we pretty much just want to sit around and watch TV. Watch I get, funny I get really weird, though, when uh, I'm high. I get pretty quiet. He gets pretty quiet. But uh, here, here's a difference. No, we both do the same shit. Because if I'm in somebody else's room, I'll leave. But yeah. if you're in my room, you'll leave. Yeah. So we both behave the same. We get but a little uh, you say bye, though. Like, I just disappear. Well, you just feel weird doing about it. You just feel weird, like, yeah. talking about it. Uh, somebody was asking about Latin jazz festivals. Latin what? Latin jazz festivals. That's that's uh, you that's know what? A thing? Uh, yeah, like Latin jazz, like uh, like um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Pete Acevedo does some Latin jazz Diane? stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of Latin jazz, like in uh, Chile E. You oh, know, okay. Chile Escobedo, she does it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, actually, there's a really good story, but it's a really long story. So remind me next time to bring that up. It's about how I did a Latin slash jazz slash black jazz festival <laughs> in Acapulco. And uh, anyway, I ha- I ended up having to run, escape Mexico from the law because uh, <laughs> anyway, long story. I'll let you know about that. Uh, somebody wanted what the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing that bad this year, though. It's hysterical. The Raiders. Uh, I'm not a Raider fan, man. Go Raiders. I was a Rams fan when they were there. Uh, wasn't a huge Raider fan, but rooted for them once the Rams and Raiders left. That's uh, it. You're dead to me. <laughs> you're fucking dead to me. I'm serious. You you left me. I, I'm not. It's like it's like fucking wanting to hang out with your ex girlfriend. Ugh. Yeah. That, no. Fuck you. You left. You know what? If you're in Oakland, be sad, but not fucking me. Yeah. I'd, r- I'd rather have no team. Then cheer for those fucking teams. Yeah. Period. End of story. Agreed. Wow, it's been fucking harsh. <laughs> and somebody wanted me to talk about aliens, aliens. Uh, from another world. What? So, well, my view on that is really simple, man. It's like this: if if you believe that as infinite as the universe is and as vast as it is, that we are the only intelligent life form to exist on everything that I, I mean, it's much infinite um, yeah you're fucked you gotta be out of your mind i listen you gotta be fucking crazy we, d- we shouldn't not. fuck with them they shouldn't fuck with us that's how it should be always be and that's how it, like whatever it's well, always worked that way yeah but see here's the deal you would assume that life forms that are more evolved than us yeah behave like they're more evolved than us of course so it's kind of like we're you know how we're getting to the point where we're like when Cecil the lion died and everybody was like, what the fuck? We're trying to conserve. Yeah. Don't fuck with their ecosystem. You know, right now we're still, it, it, the fight with human beings right now isn't that we don't know what to do to, quote unquote, make everything better. It's about a money thing. Yeah. How much is it going to cost? And, and how much is it going to affect the business and that? But once, once we don't live for money and we just live for the betterment of man, kind of like the Star Trek, yeah. you know, whole thing. Then we would we would be the aliens going to other worlds and not fucking with them and not getting involved because you know it's the prime directive so yeah. to speak. So I see the world that way. 
I mean, at the, the war of the universe. I just can't believe that. I can't believe we're the only ones here. I just, I, I just can't. I mean, fuck, for Christ's sakes, they found that there might be water on Mars. If there's water, that means there's some kind of life form. Yeah. Probably, even if there's it's gotta be. microorganisms that are shitty and nothing, but still, I'm it's sure. It's a start. It's not a start. It, it, just, it just shows you how easy it is. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, but it's not that difficult for life to exist on another planet. Yeah, I get it. All right, man. Well, uh, I wasn't there. Your feet are fucking killing me. <laughs> I, I, I feel like fucking crying. You can take those chocolates that they left. I'm good. And uh, Food left to eat chocolates. Yeah. Tomorrow after the show, uh, we'll do another one of these. Oh, Paramount and Theater. We'll, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about how that went. And, Don't uh, cry for me. And then, uh, well, you know what? I have no idea when we're going to talk, honestly, because uh, that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Something comes up, I do it, talk about it. Uh, if nothing comes up, then uh, nothing comes up. So we'll see what happens. Onward and upward, the show may continue. Or it may not. Who knows? And we're back. Um, for those of you who are waiting to hear the rest of the story on what happened the weekend, um, that's going to be for another time. I waited a couple of days to see if I could get it out of my head, but um, those uh, those terrorist attacks that occurred in Paris just, I don't know, man. It's scary to think that this is happening, and I know that September 11th was on a much, much bigger scale, and yet at the end of the day, as a human being, I, I'm just asking myself where do we go from here what do we do how do we get people to disagree vehemently without it resorting to violence without it resorting to death um i know inevitably when this numbing kind of goes away it'll be a different story and i'm sure within a few moments of time i'll find a way to talk about this on stage in some way shape or form I actually um, know somebody uh, very close to me whose daughter lives in Paris, and so it hit me on many levels, and uh, it's just sad to believe that this is what's going on in the world, and there's so many questions that are being asked. There's the refugees. Should we let them in? One of them sh was a refugee. What kind of a country are we going to be if we don't let people in? And it's about immigration. It's about you know, do you round up people? Do you, a lot of a lot of statements are going to be made in the heat of this kind of anger and hurt and pain. And the only thing I cling to is that there was this um, man whose uh, wife died in the attack. And you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said to the terrorist, "You're not going to have my hate." Um. I have a son I'm going to go play with, and I'm going to play with him the way I've always played with him, and he will not know hate because you will not get our hate. We will send you love and giving peace and harmony and something to that effect, but in essence, the fact that he said, I will not react with hate. I, I, will, I will not react with giving you that kind of time. Um, I can only s equate that, you know, to me in the sense that, you know, whatever haters I've ever had, 
I've uh, only wished well on them, and uh, I've never wished hate. It's not an easy thing to do on a stupid level of, hey, these people are talking about me on the internet, let alone somebody that took a loved one of yours away and, and is proud about it and talks about it on the internet and says, look, not only am I glad I did it, I'm going to do it more and more and every chance I get. Um, there's so many levels to this. There's so many things to talk about. The thing is, is that it's raw right now. And the one thing that I've learned is you kind of have to wait for that rawness to go away, to tap into a real emotion and an authentic feeling that makes sense for you and for everybody else. For me, that's what makes sense. So I'm sorry that this podcast is ending this way. But as I told you, I am going to talk about what's going on with me, how it's I, how I can mirror or reflect the world for you through the prism of my brain, somehow make it entertaining. But uh, right now, I just want to wait a couple of days. I tried to wait and see if it could change a little bit. But, you know, right now, as we speak, uh, they're emptying a stadium where there was going to be a soccer match between the Netherlands and Germany, I believe, in Hanover. And there was a credible threat that there was going to be uh, – Somebody trying to explode a bomb. Preliminary uh, reports are indicating that there was an emergency vehicle that was set up with a bunch of bombs. I don't know if that's going to turn out to be true or not. But because this stuff is going down like that, I really don't want to get into it. I will get into it probably in the next podcast. I just feel like it's not the right time because I don't have all the information. And when I do, you know that I will. Uh... I wish blessings upon everybody, man. And you know what? I think we should all we should all do that. I saw another guy interviewed. And when I say do that, I mean not give him hate. I saw another guy who was in a bathroom uh, for two and a half hours. He heard the terrorists talking about what they were going to do inevitably. He wasn't uh, killed. And he was asked what to do. And he said, smile, be happy. Uh, terrorists and terrorism can thrive on happiness and uh, smiling. So... You know what? I want to talk about that right now, but I don't think it's time. So we're going to end this podcast here. I will see you next week where it'll be different. Time will have passed, and I will be in a frame of mind to talk about it in that way. But I think that every moment requires a specific reaction and an overreaction of any, w of any kind in any way. I don't know that that's appropriate. So from me to you, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Thank you.